Borderland Training Bites, the official podcast covering training topics for the borderland lifestyle in 15 minutes or less. With today's host, Nathan Wagar. Talking about continuum versus contained drilling for self-defense. Borderland Training Bites, the podcast for Borderland Training. This is your host for today, Nathan Wagar. What is the difference between contained versus continuum style drilling? And how does that apply to self-defense coaching and training? Well, there's different ways to approach teaching self-defense, but ideally it should culminate in some kind of force on force. And there's a few different ways to do that. Kind of the main ones that I see are variations of continuum or contained style drilling. Now, what does that mean? Contained style drilling is the majority of what you're gonna see. Basically, you have limited space as an instructor, whether it's the gym or even outdoors. You don't want people just floating out there because people bump into other people or you're running out of room. And so what happens in contained drilling is that whatever is going on in the assault for the purposes of the scenario, it needs to be resolved within a certain area. And that's just the reality of teaching is you're gonna run out of space, especially if you're running like a group class or a seminar. And so when the people that are interacting in the scenario run out of room, they usually end up circling around because that's kind of what you have to do because the drill just keeps going, but your space ran out. Now, I think the problem is, is that when instructors rely on that too much, you kind of end up with a situation where it actually affects how you approach the self-defense material. And sometimes when you rely solely on contained style drilling, you will change your material as an instructor in ways that are actually detrimental to real self-defense. And what do I mean by that? Well. What happens is you'll often see scenarios where they always necessarily end in violence. It's really important when you're you're teaching guys that when you set up a scenario as the instructor, you have to coach the bad guy prior to the scenario. You can't just let them do what they want. Otherwise, they don't know what to do, so it always ends in some kind of attack. And that's not real self-protection. That's not how it really goes down, and that's not what we want to train people to deal with. We want to train people to kind of resolve that situation. With contained style drilling, they feel trapped. It's essentially the same feeling that you would have in a boxing ring. You are there to fight. And when you do contained style drilling, it kind of reinforces that feeling where you're there to fight. And so you almost feel like you haven't won the scenario, so to speak, unless you not only get attacked, but you resolve it physically. So that's the first problem. The second problem is there are some situations that you just can't survive or you're very unlikely to survive with any kind of, uh, not just certainty, but any kind of any likelihood, probability. And I think that contained style drilling lends itself to very static techniques where you're not really making the most of your ability to exit the scenario. And so when you get into that kind of competitive tit-for-tat mindset, that can actually lead to you getting killed because in the street, there are situations like multiples, weapons being brought into play, unforeseen things. You want to exit that scenario. Sometimes that involves taking out the threat. Sometimes you're not going to be able to take out the threat. 
And so if you're always training to stand your ground, then that can lead to some real issues when you get into uh, an actual altercation. A lot of people think that they would naturally be able to just fight on the move. That is not true. You can ask any boxing coach, you're teaching people, and they have a tendency to root. And a lot of the way people work pads reinforces that tendency because they stay static and they root in place for the combination of the pads. It takes training to be able to move and fight on the move. And if you're always training to go toe-to-toe for the purposes of that scenario, you're going to do the same thing when something actually goes down. Now, if it's a situation you can't win, that could get you killed. So what is the final problem I have with it? Uh, Probably legal. Legally, you need to actually be defending yourself as opposed to engaging in mutual combat. That doesn't mean that you can't take out the threat or anything like that. But what I'm saying is the very thing that will keep you safe against situations that you can't win or situations that you are unlikely to escape from, such as uh, multiples with weapons. The very thing that will keep you safe from that will also keep you legally safe, which is don't fight if you don't have to. It's the street. Things, it's not controlled. Things happen. We, we don't want to stick around and test the limits of our training. So if you are staying in that situation and not taking every advantage to leave, and obviously this is all things being equal. I'm not talking about protecting your your wife or your kids, or if you can't escape. Obviously, there's exceptions to this. But if you, if basically you're there because you want to beat the other guy's ass, then legally the other lawyer could have a case if this goes to court. So not only does it cause safety issues because you've just been trained to basically stay in that situation and resolve the threat by physical means and you haven't really been working how to fight on the move, how to escape the situation as soon as uh, the opportunity presents itself, but you may also be causing yourself some legal issues because you've only been training to resolve something by mutual combat. So those are some of the reasons that Contained drilling has its place, but I don't think it should be focused on solely. And if there's any kind of culmination event where you're testing your skills in self-defense scenarios, I don't think that a contained style scenario is the way to go. So what is continuum style drilling? Well, continuum style drilling is basically, it didn't start there and it's it's not going to end there. All right. So How do attacks happen? They don't always happen out of a static position. You'll see this a lot. It's kind of like I have a gun held to my back. I'm standing at an ATM. I get in an argument. Sometimes people walk up beside you. Sometimes it happens out of movement. You came up to that event, that location where the event happens, and you're going to, God willing, leave that event. This is a process, a continuum of events, and the attack happens in the middle. That's not where it starts that's not where it ends and so when you mimic that it's really simple guys it's not something that requires a whole lot of change it's just a very simple change i need to have an exit marked out on the uh, training area that i am always moving toward as uh, the defender always why well because that's reality that situation that you're defending yourself in, you're always trying to move to the place that you want to be and the attack happened before you got there. So that's a continuum. I had goals for my day. The attack happened, interrupted my goals. Well, everything I do, including in the attack, needs to move toward those goals. So it could be as easy as it could be as easy as like putting two cones down. So that's that's the door or the car or the exit. That could be a cop. 
or some kind of guardian that you could be moving toward to ask for help. doesn't really matter how you do it, but that needs to be your overriding focus. And what does that do? Well, it teaches you to always be on the move. And this is going to help with multiples too, because the easiest way to get caught up with multiples is you're not moving. And the people that think they're moving, and they frequently are, they're doing a great job, but here's the thing. Eventually, numbers matter. And so you need to not just be moving around until the fight's over. You need to be moving around toward the escape because that is a valid way to end the fight and that is preferable. So that's the first benefit of continuum-based drilling. The other benefit is that you're training yourself technically. And what I mean by that is just like in sport, if you're boxing, you need to be able to practice ring generalmanship, which is cutting people off at the ring, guiding them to the ropes or away from the ropes. If you're going to take seriously the idea of not just escape, but environmental dominance, using the environment to your advantage, then you need to be able to move yourself or your opponent or attacker into positions that benefit you. And sometimes when you're doing too much contained style drilling, yeah, they'll use the environment to their advantage, but there's this very static sort of approach to it. You lose that fluidity, this idea that I really am trying to move from point A to point B. I mean, for, <laughs> for lack of a better example, think of those Jackie Chan movies where he's fighting like 10 dudes with a bunch of wrenches and all kinds of sticks and other stuff. He's not staying in one spot. The movie takes place, the whole fight scene takes place over several locations because in the movie, Jackie Chan is trying to escape. Why? Because that's the realistic way to survive. And legally, that's the best way to approach things too. So you're getting a lot of benefits with this continuum style drilling. And again, it's very, very easy. Instead of just handling a scenario in a close spot, until the resolution happens and then you have you have to sort of artificially call okay it's over as a coach whereas with a a continuum style drill all i have to do is i don't this isn't a open mat i don't mean that it just keeps on going because that's that's essentially just a contained style drill but on a larger scale what i want is i want to set as the coach an actual physical marker that they need to work toward and you're getting a twofold ability one is you're getting a technical ability to be able to manipulate the environment or the situation to your advantage and the second one is you're trained to fight on the move you're trained to look for openings everything you do has a point has a goal and is directed and when seconds count when physical stamina and mental reserves count you don't have time to be wasting. You don't have time to be moving left when you need to always be moving right. And so that, that ties into mental game and a bunch of other things. But basically, continuum drilling, that should be the big tester. Contained drilling absolutely has its place, and it is good for focusing on force-on-force -force physical skill sets just in isolation. But I don't think that it should be the culminating event. And that's something that I think will really change the game for a lot of you guys. And you'll see how it affects your techniques too, because certain things just aren't a good idea to do if you really are seriously taking the idea of moving toward the exit. So it's that easy, guys. Basically, just set a couple cones down, make that your exit, your safe space. And when you work your continuum drill, you're moving toward that spot. And you can even do a double-sided thing where you start here and you end here. And that kind of makes a double-ended continuum scenario location. That's kind of what I mean by continuum versus contained drilling. 
I hope that helped. If you have any questions, just send an email to the website and uh, we'll hit you back. Maybe you can do it.